2: You're locked on to Hans Olsen and Scotty Chick. Chip, Chip. That's right, yeah! On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
3: Hans Olson, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All-star game in the rearview mirror. And joining us now, Dan Wykey, covers the Lakers for the L.A. Times. Kind enough to join us. Dan, uh, I don't have any ice cream sandwiches to give you, but we appreciate you coming back on with us. Hey, Dan.
4: Guys, uh, thank you for having me. Um, and thank you to Utah for, for a wonderful weekend, uh, mostly for just not being too cold and for the sun being out. That's that's my big thanks.
3: Well, we've got like three feet of snow coming, so you, they, the timing yep. of this could not have been any better because we're about to get hit with the – Apparently, the storm of the
1: century, have which you, sounds awesome. Have you heard about this storm, Dan, coming in? I did. I was trekking
4: it. Um, it was, uh, I was, I don't want to say happy to go. I was happy to leave <laughs> when I did. Um, you know, it's, uh, 65 and sunny today in, uh, Los Angeles. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, I was, I was literally talking earlier this morning with, um, our mutual friend, Bill Orum, And we were saying, it just, you know, it was a, it was a really nice weekend.
3: So your overall impressions, not like, uh, well, I don't know. There's might be a inferiority complex with Utah. We want to be loved. We sure. want to be appreciated. And Charles Barkley and Shaq took some shots that there's nothing to do. And that's fine. Hey, they're, they're probably right. But with that said, give you've been to some all-star games. How did this one rank?
4: It was really good. Um I mean, Everything but the game on Sunday, I yeah. thought, was um, a pretty big success. Um, you know, I mean, I can speak for myself personally. Like, you know, I, I ate well when I was in town. Um, I was able to find things to do. Um, you know, like, it, it does help knowing people, knowing locals and stuff like that. You know, like, I was able to get a couple drinks over at Junior's. Um, you know downtown, which is a, just a terrific bar. I was able to, um, you know, one of the things they had set up was, um, you know, High West came through and like did some some for us and stuff like that. So that was very cool. I would have liked to have gone um, to Park City to check that out, but I haven't seen enough time. And you know, like things like um, weather and walkability for me, like that stuff matters. And also, yeah, and and you know, I mean, Salt Lake is beautiful um, when the sun is out and you can turn to your right and turn to your left and you see mountains and you see just sort of like, you know, postcard kind of, you know, skylines and stuff like that. And, and I got a ton of that. So I was, I, I, it was, it was really fun. Like I had a, I had a really nice time. Um, you know, look, all-star in cold weather cities is always a little dicey. People always complain about it. Um, you know, if it was like, you know, if it was the middle of a the storm of the century, it, it would have been a much worse weekend. But it wasn't. Um, the sun was <laughs> and it was never that bad. And uh, like I said, I, I think all things considered, it was a pretty good weekend, um, except for the All Star game, which was terrible.
1: As I told you on Friday, Dan, it was my first opportunity to attend the All Star weekend, and I just, yeah, it, it exceeded all my expectations. I had, I had an absolute blast. One thing that did catch my eye a little bit, and I got to go to every event, all the way from the celebrity event down to the uh, All-Star weekend, um, I was a little bit surprised at the attendance. I felt like attendance at the celebrity game, the Rising Star, even the uh, skills competition was maybe a little lean in your experience, how full are those arenas typically? And where did we match up with with our attendance here? So I wasn't at
4: any of the Huntsman Center events, so uh, you know I can't really say. Um, you know, in terms of what that looks like to me, that is always sort of like you want to be a part of All Star Weekend, but you don't want to spend you know more than a hundred dollars to to attend or even more, right? Like, so you go to the Celebrity Game or you go to the you know, to the, um, the Rising Stars game is usually, um, you know, it's not typically like a pack-to-the-rafters event. Um, you, you know, I thought on Sunday, um, you know, being um, at the arena in person, it was sort of a late-arriving crowd, which is great because that thing took forever anyways. But it wasn't like it was – it wasn't packed um, by the time, you know, LeBron and Yamas, like, were on stage drafting. Players like it but it but it filled up um, you know and i thought the atmosphere saturday was awesome um you know especially for the the marquee events and it, it, it's just it's a weird these things i think when they're in markets are a little strange right because it's sort of like the super bowl in which like tickets become very expensive and like your season ticket holders get a crack at them um but you know there's also a lot of tickets are, are in, in different hands, right? They're in the hands of league people, they're in the hands of sponsors and, and stuff like that. And you just, you never really know, um, you know, who's going to go. Right. And, and to me, I think that like two of the things that I would say that, that spoke the loudest volumes to me was um, our hotel was right across the street from the convention center where the, the crossover event was that's like huge lines. There Tons of families and stuff like that, and to me, that is the when you have an All-Star event like that is the thing because that's where you can go with your family and not spend a thousand dollars and give them a taste of the All-Star game. When the Super Bowl was in Los Angeles, like that's where I took my kids was to the convention center event. You know what I mean? When Mm. the um, there was another, uh, I'm trying to remember what the other one was. There was there was like another sort of the Major League All-Star game sorry, was there last year. That was like what I did with my children is like, we went to that because that sort of, to me is like the fan fest is like the biggest single burka And I don't know what the crossover numbers were. Totally. I can just tell you, like I saw big lines and, um, that's good. That, that's basically, you know, I mean, that to me would be the biggest thing I think. And then from there, it's sort of like, you know, what was the vibe like around the city, you know, like were the bars full, Were the restaurant's full. And, um, you know, it was, for me, at least the, the busiest weekend I've ever seen in
3: Salt Lake City. Is there any, um, I, I mean, obviously, the the game stunk. I mean, it was worthless. It, it, was, it was really bad. Yeah, It was really, really is, bad. You know, when, when we looked at the NFL Hall era Pro Bowl game, there was a desire to make it better. Is there a desire by the NBA to try to improve that game, or is it just, well, it is what it is? Well,
4: so I think there, I mean, Yes, there is a desire to make it better. I mean, like, I talked to plenty of NBA people who, you know, use the word embarrassing. Um, And I think, though, you know, ultimately, like, the issue here isn't a format change. It isn't a bigger pot of money at the end. Um, It's not a lot of draft. It's none of those things. Like, to me, this very specifically comes down to the players. And, um... You know, people who have played pickup basketball um, know that there are ways that you can play where you can really mitigate, you know, injury concerns. If this is really about injury concerns, I'm not 100% sure it is. But, I mean, like, you can play defense on the perimeter. You can challenge jump shots in ways that, I mean, particularly I think it's perimeter defense. Like, that's why the game looks so bad. Um, Jalen Brown called it, you know, a glorified layup line rouse on you know, game, and, and I think that's, like, basketball at its best is when it's, like, there's reaction to resistance. You know, guys getting dunked on, guys getting, you know, crossed over and stuff like that. The defense has to be there as sort of a, um, an impediment for, like, the offense to really be exciting. Um, and look, no one wants, no one's expecting game seven of the, the, the NBA finals. I don't think we want to see, you know, Pete Rose truck Ray Fossey and end his career, some version of that in the NBA All Star game. I think that's crazy. Um, and it's always going to be kind of a, you know, a bad exhibition game. There's an element of that. Like, it's an exhibition game. It's going to look like that. It just can't be that bad. Like, like, you know, Nikola Jokic, who is um, having the best season in the NBA right now, said after the game, like, this game isn't for me. That's not a Nikola Jokic problem. That's an all-star game problem. You know, like, the, like the best players in the game should be able to function and should be able to thrive, but if there's no defense to pass around, if there's, there's, no, um, there's no canvas for which Nikola Jokic, like, you know, do his art, then um, the players need to step up and provide that. And it's. I think it's like, honestly, I think it's like just 10% more effort would make it a way more palatable um, experience than what we got on Sunday.
1: I don't know how you do it, but somehow take the energy of the three-point contest and, and spread it around a little bit. I, I felt like that was the highlight <clears throat> the highlight of the weekend for me, Dan. I thought Damian Lillard winning it in a Weber State jersey. Yeah. Was a pretty cool moment, and the way it happened—if you kind of walk people through the way that that win came down—it was—it was by the final shot, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it was a last. It was like a last-second shot. It was exactly like you know what you wanted. What you know, and, and salute in my mind, right? Like salute to Damian Lillard, salute to Jason Tatum, uh, salute to Julius Randle, who performed awfully in the three-point contest, but was an all-star who performed on Saturday night. Um, to me, that is like that. That is that is what you want. Is you want to see the best players in the game, the all stars, taking you know part in these events. And you know, Dame and, and, and the Weaver State jersey, um, we heard about it earlier in the day on Saturday. I, mean, I think it would have been kind of even more fun if it was like a little bit of a surprise. But um, you, you know, just such a loyal dude, um, somebody who's like so in touch with where he's from and where he's been. Um, really special moment. You know, I, I mean, I thought the dunk contest was terrific. So um, I was, I was, I don't know, this sounds like I I was not one of the people surprised that Mac McClung was awesome. Um, I thought Trey Murphy was really, really good. I mean, to, to my point sort of about how you need a foil right on defense, like Mac McClung was great, um, and Trey Murphy was great competition. And to me it was, as far as like, you know, no stars really in the dunk contest, it went as well as it could have possibly have gone. It was fast. It was lean. There weren't missed dunks. Um, I, I thought to me, like, you know, that, that that to me, if there's a single biggest winner for the weekend, it might be Max McClellan. And and then, you know, I think Dane in the three-point contest is probably my, my second favorite moment. And then if I had to pick one from the game, I, I did like when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown went at each other in the third quarter, um, you know, five or six possessions in a row. That was really fun. But, like, way down there is, like, the scoring record, which to me meant nothing. Um, you know, way down there is the game. But I thought – I know you're right. I mean, like, game was, like, sort of a hometown hero. It was fun to watch Donovan Mitchell get going a little bit. It's good to see Larry marketing in the sing lineup. That was nice. Um, you know, like, it was a pretty – like, it was a pretty good weekend. And I think – you know, once the the sort of buzz from it like kind of fades, we'll be able to look back in a few months. And I think, you know, the Lillard three point to be one of the moments I remember, and that's that's basically all you can ask for out of these weekends. Is a few moments that stick.
3: So uh, I saw a report earlier today that, uh, or maybe it was yesterday, that Vegas has actually diminished the championship odds of the Clippers. With the news yeah. that uh, Russell Westbrook could be on its way, uh, it look the buyout we all anticipated was going to happen. Now he goes on his way to apparently the Clippers. How how do they make this work in LA with that uh, with that team with him on the roster?
4: Um, it's a big swing, guys. Um, this feels sort of like a response, a player driven response to the Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. I kind of felt that the Durant trade. Um, in addition to the Suns, affected the Clippers the most is maybe like, um, you know, really, really shortening their window. And this this feels a little desperate. Um, I will say I I would not be shocked if Russell Westbrook plays better than he played with the Lakers. It, It was, we talked about this, like a really bad, a really bad fit in L.A. for a lot of reasons. And I think the Clippers have, some better pieces to put around. This is crazy to put around him. And this is part of the problem, right? Is that like, you really shouldn't be putting pieces around a guy that you get on the bio market with 25 games left, right? Like he should be a piece that you are putting around Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But the issue is, is that that is very much not Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, the way I've been kind of describing it is that, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to just have Russell Westbrook on your team without becoming a Russell Westbrook team if that makes sense, right? Like just the, the way he plays, it's sort of the, the loudest voice in the room. And, um, you know, like those those guys don't fade to the background. Very easily. So, uh, you know, I think I'm a little surprised that the Clippers did this, um, knowing kind of some of their internal discussions about it, knowing about how management felt about some of this. But I think ultimately support from the coaching staff and from the players um the, the the clippers to try this and um it's it's a real big swing.
1: Have you got any details on the right hand contusion that kept LeBron out of the second half of that all star game?
4: Yeah, yeah. He got his um as I talk about how there needs to be defense. He got hurt playing defense. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, no, trying to block a shot. You, you know, he got his finger kind of caught in the rim. Um No one seems really that worried about it. I think he was um, very focused, anyways, on um, the second half of the season. Well, the post All-Star break portion of the season, um, the Lakers have such an uphill climb, um, and he's been, you know, pretty legitimately banged up. I think, uh, you know, for him, it was great to be there to get celebrated, Uh, but this was a get-in, get-out situation, and. He was one of the first people out, usually is at the end of the off-star break, to try to go. I'm sure he's went to some tropical locale for a few days here before the Lakers practice again tomorrow, Um, which I wouldn't even be stunned if he gets an excuse day there. Um, But to me, it was a, uh, when it happened at first, like there was an element of like, okay, here we go. Like this has been sort of what it's been like covering the Lakers for the last three seasons, which is like, invariably when somebody says they're going to do everything they can to be healthy, that they almost immediately get in here. Like this is the one. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Anthony Davis, has, like, he wants to play any two games. And then his back starts to spasm. And then you're like, okay, well, that was fast. Um, so there was a little bit of that. I think they avoided anything major here. Um, but we should get more tomorrow to see. Uh, I mean, like I would anticipate that, uh, my, my Eagle Eye reporting watched him, um, with the gapping up and down the sidelines with people after the the halftime uh, ceremony for him and Kamalone and Kumadul Gabar and I did not see any ill effects in his handshakes with uh, with his right hand. So uh if it was contused. he was able to to, to bite his left and handshake everybody he saw there. So I, I think it'll be fun. I'm
3: <laughs> I'm sure he is. Dan, thanks for your time man. Always good to catch up and again thanks for your time last week too. We we appreciate you great great to meet you, Dan.
4: Thank you, guys. I, I, I hope you had a good time, and uh, I look
3: forward uh, to the next top of time. There you go. Sounds great. That's Dan Wykey from the L.A. Times joining us right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Uh, I'm here in Laramie, Wyoming, Utah State, Wyoming, coming up later on tonight right here on the Zone. Hands, you're back in Salt Lake City, and we are saving people a lot of money. How about $3,000 off when you saw, swap out 10 windows or more with Advanced Windows? Uh, this is the time to get it done.
1: $3,000. Nate Orchard, the mayor of Sack Lake City, he actually handed down the $3,000 as the show was kicking off. I kind of felt like you strong-armed him a bit from a distance, Scotty. I- <laughs>
3: A bit. That was aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> a, okay. a bit. No, but nobody tells yeah. Nate what to do. Come on, <laughs>
1: I'd like to see you do that in the studio. That's <laughs> good. But um, Nate, you guys are bringing a three thousand dollar discount for ten windows or more, which is a significant number. If people are out there looking to replace those windows, and Let's be honest, there's probably not a better time to do it than right now because you could get these things done inside of eight weeks? Eight Eight weeks, weeks, exactly. Eight
5: weeks.
4: But most importantly is you got to call us today, right? We want you to get on the schedule. we got Darren, one of our salesmen, standing by waiting on you to call him. Um, He'll set the appointment and and get you taken care of. Uh, But, you know, from the moment that appointment is set, I mean— in 8 weeks, you know, from our factory to your front door, we'll we'll be there.
1: What's nice is when Darren or when the uh, estimate comes in, they take a look at every window that you're looking to replace. They take the measurements, the dimensions, and you're going to get an estimate before that guy leaves your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'll you get
5: that price right then.
1: You get the price on site and you can take the three thousand dollars off of it. Don't you don't need to mention it. Just be like, oh yeah, I don't know anything about sports radio.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 and then they put the estimate together and kidding I'm kidding. They'll probably say Hans and Scotty. But you know Hans. what? That's that's just fine. That's fine. Either way, you're gonna get three thousand dollars off. That estimate, and I want you to take advantage of it. Do it for yourself, do it for your house, do it for the value of your home. I talk about this all the time. This is not an expenditure, this is an investment. Yep. From a guy that has dealt in real estate for about 11 years now, anytime I replace a window, anytime I put any type of new window into any condo or house. It is an investment. It holds its value. These windows will hold their value on your home, correct, Jake?
5: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and they will give you a return. Like it, it's going to lower your energy bills, and also the the return on your the joy as you pull up to your home the the curb appeal. You're able to have these these new windows improving the look of your home, the aesthetic, while also improving cutting the cost of your energy energy bills. And we have all these financing options available to help whatever budget. Or situation you're in, we can make financing work for you. Wow.
3: It's really simple. Just call right now. Get on the books. You have to call today to get that $3,000 off. Anybody else that goes to their website, they're going to see $2,000, but we're giving you $3,000 off when you swap out 10 windows or more. 801-850-9100. That's 801-850-9100. Call right now. Ask about those financing options is available. Incredible way for you to save a ton of money. It's all courtesy of Advanced Windows right here on The Zone.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... On Rival with Scott Mitchell and Alex Keery.
1: In order to get the money, we've got to have the teams. And it, and the, the two markets make the absolute most sense. San Diego State and Dallas, it makes a lot of sense for time zones and, and having games in different parts of the day. But here, here's the thing that's kind of floating through my head. What if the media rights deal comes out, and it's it's a lot less than the Big 12? And you're Oregon, and you go, what, what, why am I sticking around? Why am I consummating anything? <laughs> like, I mean, really, that's where it gets nervous to me. If you can't get a better deal or a deal on par with at least the Big 12, that's where I see the conference blowing up.
2: It's Unrivaled. Afternoons from 3 to 6, presented by G2G Bars. Perfect for anyone who needs a quick, tasty, and nutritious boost. The 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
6: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.
2: It's time to saddle up and talk about the winners and the losers. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly.
3: Now, here's the good. It is the good, it is the bad, it is the ugly, right here on 975, the KSL Sports Zone. All brought to you by Zero Res. Get those carpets cleaned, the Zero Residue Way for just $89.95 for three rooms. Call 801-288-9376. Hans, let's start with the good.
1: Well, Scotty, since everybody wanted to focus on Charles Barkley's comments, which we will get to here because I've actually got a pretty heavy opinion on that, why not pay attention to the more important celebrities and their thoughts on Salt Lake City? Here's Bill Walton as he's... L- Here's Bill... Here's Bill Walton as he's leaving Salt Lake City. He's in the airport and and he's getting ready to leave and uh, the reporter the reporter's sitting there talking with him Scotty and yeah. in classic Bill Walton fashion he just starts into this string of positivity and compassion for Salt Lake City he, he, you know, nobody explains it like Bill Walton explains it. Oh yeah, You've, you, you know, we've been listening to Bill Walton um, break down these incredible things for a lot of years. But um, Lloyd, we'll come back to it. Um, I sent it to you on your your messaging, but uh, we you tried to
3: slide into Lloyd's DMs. It didn't work. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we we actually had a, a, I guess a bit of a mix up. So, so we'll come back to it.
3: So bottom line is Bill Walton was very positive about his experience in Utah.
1: Bill Walton was extremely positive uh, about his time in Salt Lake City.
3: Are you a Bill Walton fan or no?
1: <sighs> I am. I'm actually, I'm too. I'm actually a pretty also, big Walton fan.
3: I, I, I'm surprised by that because I, I could see his shtick kind of wearing on you a little bit, but, uh,
1: but, but I don't know if it's stick that, and that's why it doesn't wear on me. You, you mean by just his personality?
3: Yeah. How he handles himself on the broadcast and stuff like that. I look, I like it, but don't you feel like different. that's
1: him? Don't you feel like that's just who he is? Well, look,
3: you take copious amounts of marijuana throughout your life and it's gonna you know like it's gonna juggle the old uh, brain stub a little bit you know and so yeah, he's a little out there and i finally i i I find his broadcast amusing it cracks me up because every broadcast pretty much sounds the same except for his, and it's different and I don't know i I enjoy it I, I like the uniqueness of what he brings to the table
1: i I really do like him, and we'll we will get this audio maybe we'll throw it down in sports roulette because I do want people to hear that yeah. You know, outside of what we're about to play here, Bill Walton had some really great comments, but let's jump into the bad because I actually think the bad could fit in the good as well. Alright,
3: let's get to it. Now
1: the bad. So, everybody wanted to make something of Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. I'm going to let you hear their comments first. And then Scotty and I will give our takes on this. But this is Shaq and Charles Barkley as LeBron James is powdering up the hands and getting ready to toss it in the air as he takes to the court for the All-Star game. Here's the two going back and forth about the city that they're currently in.
0: These people going to heaven up this way. Ain't nothing to do with this boring-ass city. Now it's boring? It's boring. They nothing to do I thought there. it was great. You just... It's a great city. A city. No, you great. just hey, hey, like, these people oh, it. ladies, hey, I, I, great. I it's, it's, a great it's a
1: great city, but ain't nothing to do here. These people all going to heaven. Oh, my gosh. I've never ate so much room service in my life. <laughs> hey. Can't smoke. Can't drink. <laughs> these people going to heaven. <laughs> Where they going? They going to heaven. we get you one week. Why do you got to take that as a negative? I, who who can listen to that and just be upset with Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal? They're sitting there having a great time, laughing their butts off, talking about, oh, they're going to go to heaven. And Kenny's in the background saying, oh, you guys were just talking about how was it was great. Because they, they talked positive about Salt Lake City. They're just having a good time. Just like Charles Barkley gets on San Antonio at times and makes comments that San Antonio hates. This is what they do. Why do you got to focus on the negative in your life? Why can't you (laughs) shake free of these things to all of these bums and losers that can't get past the negative and they have to suck the negative out of things and write about the negative? Wake up and smell the coffee, man. Everything is not negative. Everything is not an attack on you. Things are great. These guys are having a blast. They're just having a good time so all-star weekend here in Salt Lake City. So they said that some people are going to heaven. so they said they can't get a, a cigarette and a drink here in the state. They're not on full attack. They're not attacking our community. Nobody's taking them seriously thinking, well, I'll never go to Salt Lake. Oh well, Salt Lake is it continues to just be a real succubus of fun. Stop that. Stop with the negative, man. they're having fun. take it as fun. It drives me nuts, Scotty, that people have to misconstrue what these guys are trying to do and what they're trying to say. They're not attacking our state. We don't need some senator out there saying, "I'm so disappointed in your take on our state." Stop it. We have weird liquor laws. We we have we are a strange community. Like we have different culture, and and we totally understand that. But we embrace it because guess what? People are trying to go to heaven around here. They're trying to have just a Is little. Is that a bad thing? By the way, exactly <laughs> Is that a it's, bad thing. It's not to have a little bit of spirituality, to to have some moral ground. Like it's not a bad thing, and that's what Charles was trying to get to.
3: Well, I did call it a boring ass city, but
1: uh, uh, I look like, at that. Went, that's like, not an attack.
3: That's not an I, attack. I don't care. Like I really don't. Like like we already know that, buy- by the way. We know that there's yes. not a, like a nightlife. We know that's not who, who this state really <laughs> well. is. And again, I alluded to this earlier. There was a nightlife going on during All Star Break, it just, and I don't think it took too hard. It, it wouldn't have been too hard for Charles Barkley to find it, and I'm pretty sure he did find oh, it. I'm sure so, he found it. And so I think him and Shaq and Kenny, I think they did just fine based on some of the stories that are out there. Or well, that are kind of rumbling on or, on some of the things that went on behind the scenes. I think they did just fine. I think they had they had, they're just playing into the narrative that's out there. And you know what? So what? Big deal. You know that's what you get out of Salt Lake City. You're hard-pressed to find anybody who came to this city, who came with the intention of having a good time, the left not having a good time. If they wanted to find something, they found it. They found it, And it was all out there. Yeah.
1: Uh, We do have some strange liquor laws. I get some of the limitations that make celebrities and out-of-towners feel like they're in a different country. We had a pop-up liquor store. You know, you had all these pop up stores, Scotty. Did you see the pop up liquor store that they put downtown yeah. in, in an yeah. effort to serve the All Star fans the liquor that they're looking for? You know that it's going to be a little bit different to get your drink on in Salt Lake, but just like Dan Wykey Wack- um, just said, it, he he knew a good bar to go hit downtown. And and if anything, the bars that got the liquor licenses, I'm sure they raked in the cash. Oh, yeah. Like crazy yeah. raked in the cash. But maybe it's a good thing for people to step away from the liquor for a minute. Maybe it's Doesn't a good thing. Yeah, just to step into a different environment and say, oh, yeah, it is clean. Well, wow, this is a different type of living. I mean, why can't we just embrace that difference? Why do we got to get all defensive about it and be like, well, yeah, well, Chuck, you just don't know what you're talking about. Stop. They're having a good time. You know they had a blast. It's like you just said, Scotty. You you know those guys guys could have a blast in a church pew.
3: Yeah. Okay, what would you rather have? Charles Barkley saying your city is boring and there's nothing to do or calling all your women overweight and ugly like he did to San Antonio. (laughs) I would take the boring city because... That's not the case here in Utah. Uh,
1: now, that was an attack on San Antonio. That was an attack. Utah did
3: not get attacked. San Antonio got attacked. <laughs> you don't want Charles Barkley to really put his ire towards the city like he did San Antonio. Oh.
0: By the way, so he comes on and says,
1: boy, this place is awesome. Come out and visit. Then you're going to be grumpy. And there's too many people visiting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I. I just think it's ridiculous. Some people had to respond to it and, and be like, and try to defend the state. You, you don't know who Charles Barkley is. If you're trying to defend the state against Charles Barkley, you don't know who he is and you don't know and what that show lose. is about. And you're going to lose. Absolutely. The more you lean into it, now watch. Because people leaned into it, Charles is going to push back. The next time he's thinking of Utah, he's going to push back because he had some senator or some political representative that decided to fire off a tweet and instead of taking it for what it is and dismissing it. And now Charles is going to lean into it. That's what he does.
3: Yep, yep. Once, it's like anybody. like It's like Lloyd. Once Lloyd knows that you're annoyed by something, he's going to continue to do it over and over and over again. That's not who I you am. You just can't show that you're annoyed by it.
1: You are the king of leaning into it, Lloyd. The yep. king. Dude, I've turned a new leaf. I, I'm not even like that anymore. That was a long time ago. That There's was no last week. There's no leaf. Yeah, no. no. There's I'm no gonna, leaf. I'm going to show you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I bet you will.
3: All I right. Hey, will. we got a we got to wrap this thing up a little early because uh, guess who's joining us next? I know it's whole world news, but, hey, we've got snowmageddon, snow apocalypse on our front porch bearing down on us. The storm of the century, and who better to break it down? K-Bank's going to join us next. We'll talk about what to prepare for, folks. Get ready. Get those snow shovels ready. Get that snow melt. Get that uh, snow blower all gassed up and ready to go. K-Bank's going to tell you how bad it's going to get next. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is, this is DJ and PK.
2: Joined by Randy Ray, former Weber State men's basketball coach, one of your former players, Damian Lillard. If he did leave Portland, would the Warriors and Jazz go to the top of the list?
7: You know, I think so. I do know this, that when he came out, kind of his wish list was to play for Jerry Sloan at Utah
4: or Greg Popovich at San Antonio, because that's who he is. He's an old school, tough, competitive guy, and he wanted to play for guys like that. But I think if the situation ever occurred, And he had a chance to be in Utah. You know, if he wanted to jump and wanted to make a move, I would think they'd be close to the top of the list because he loves it there. They got such a good program, such a good culture there. I think that would be something he'd be probably pretty interested in. Again, I'm not speaking for him, we haven't talked about it, but my guess would be that, yeah.
2: Catch DJ and PK, mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is Whole World News. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.
3: We've got the whole world in our hands. <laughs> you got the Solson, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. I'm here in lovely Laramie, Wyoming, which shockingly actually has better weather than what's going to be coming down the pipeline in Salt Lake City. Hands, it's time to bring in the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that's going to guide us through these troubled waters over the next 48 hours. The GOAT.
4: Everybody panic! The GOAT!
3: Kevin Eubank, Chief Meteorologist for KSL. K Bank, how's it going? Hey K Bank. Guys,
7: it's going awesome. Nice to talk with you. I hope you're doing well and you survived the the boring city that is Salt Lake City. Uh. Chuck, so. <laughs> doesn't,
1: it like, doesn't it feel like doesn't it feel like Scotty's in Wyoming every time you, you come on with us? I think we
7: wait till Scotty
1: goes to Wyoming so that I can come on with you. (laughs) It feels like he's in Wyoming every time because we we end up talking more about Laramie weather than than we do Utah weather. But how how bad is this one, K-Bank? Well, let's back up for just a second. I want to give the listeners
7: a little sneak peek into Scotty's life. He goes to Laramie all the time. Yes. Like, you guys think like he's there on assignment? He's got a small trailer there that he lives in and goes out there all the time just for recreational purposes. Isn't that right, Scotty?
1: It's his
3: hub. Yeah, it blends in with all the other trailers out here, too. I mean, it's just... I'm just... uh, That's
7: not what I meant to say. What I meant to say was that you have a family trailer that you guys go to and spend lots of time there on the
3: weekend. little RV. You know... When we're, when we're out with the family and the kids are like, hey, where do you want to go this weekend? They're always like, Laramie, Dad, let's go. <laughs> There's always that one.
7: Disneyland, yeah. be quiet. We're going to Laramie. <laughs> no, we're going to Laramie. All right. Well, listen, the storm's the real deal. And so it's already raining here in Salt Lake City. We've got snow up in the northern mountains. And this storm is going to really kind of intensify tonight. So it's going to burst through. Cold air gets here about 5 o'clock, right at commute time and that'll flip the rain over to snow and then heavy snow tonight through tomorrow. Um, And the totals we're talking, you know, four to eight inches in the valleys, pretty common. Some spots are going to get a little bit more upwards of 10 to 12 benches, eight to 14, maybe 16 inches in a couple spots in Northern mountains, two to three feet, Southern mountains, one to two feet. Um, Definitely enough to shut down I-80. So I hope you took the, uh, the charter plane over there on the charter. Uh, Yes, sir. You're not you're not driving back on that uh, that nope. interstate for the next two days.
3: So all right, so let's talk about what's really important. What is what does that bountiful bench look like?
7: <laughs> Twelve inches. Oh, geez. Ooh. Yeah, I think we'll have a foot here.
3: So
1: uh, Scotty, what time do you get home?
3: I'm probably about, uh, it'll probably be about 1am tonight or tomorrow morning tonight. You're
1: going to have a little work work cut out for you. Do you think by 1am, how many inches, six, seven, that he'll have to get a snowblower out at one o'clock? I feel feel bad telling him this because it's such a private thing, but dude,
7: flying back from Laramie tonight at 1am is going to be tough. And getting into Salt Lake is going to be tough. And then driving from Salt Lake to where you need to get home bountiful is going to be tough. So that's kind of the core of the storm. So most normal people, right, don't come from Laramie on a charter plane and try to drive home at 1 a.m., but there are those who do, and uh, you picked the absolute worst time. I know you didn't pick it, but they (laughs) picked
1: it for you. What Kay Baker is saying, he's saying sell your RV and just buy a home. And stay <laughs> stay tonight in Laramie. Yeah.
3: Well, we did we did put normal people in Laramie in the same sentence, and I don't know if that quite works. But uh,
1: you are on the attack, Scotty. You are just on the attack. This has never worked out well for us.
3: I know. I got to stop. We we had a run in with some people in Boise a couple of years ago that got us into trouble. So, sure. hey. my mouth shut.
7: Again, it's scoreboard, right? Let's yeah. talk tonight after scoreboard. Yep. Utah State takes care of business. Then we can talk
3: all you want. So how long is this thing going to go? I mean, is the snow going to continue to come down through the commute tomorrow morning?
7: It does. Heavy heavy snow for the morning commute. It becomes showery by the evening commute. And then there's a second push that's coming into southern Utah Thursday into Friday. And that's going to squeak a little bit more snow here. So it just stays unsettled. The heaviest snow through tomorrow midday. Then showery through tomorrow night. Thursday's kind of an in between, and then we get a little bit more on on Friday. But uh, we're back to panic! That.
1: that's Lloyd. Lloyd's just, he's trying to he's trying to cause too much panic here. K. Bank.
7: My favorite is he can find that clip over and over and over, but Chuck's clip he can't find. <laughs> yeah. I know, right?
1: Where's Walton's clip? Trying to get one Walton soundbite. I can't. I can't get it, but I can get this time after time. I'll check time. my Facebook, K-Bank, because that,
0: apparently that's where, uh, where Hans sent it is my Facebook, which Ooh. I don't use. Listen,
7: he, he actually uploaded it through Tinder. Let's be honest. <laughs> we all know he hit the wrong social media app.
1: Anyways. I, the,
7: so, Hans, Hans has a picture of Bill Walton on his Tinder page. That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
1: I don't know if that's the guy I want to be looking like on my Tinder page, but <laughs> okay. but he did have some good things to say. Hey, did I see a tweet that came out of Alta for the first time in their recorded numbers? They hit over 500 inches of snow up there? That not, not all time. this this early
7: in the season. So to be at 500 inches this early in February is the first time they've ever done it. Wow. So we've had six, seven, even 800-inch years. So we've had some very epic, epic years up at Alta. But uh, to be at 500 inches for the season this early has never happened before.
1: As as you kind of look at some of the models that project out, are we still expecting through parts of, of the remainder of this month and into March, are we still expecting quite a bit of moisture?
7: Yeah. Yeah, the spring season, the end of winter, first of spring, looks like it's going to stay very progressive with storms. So remember, right, we had a huge December, January. Then it kind of just shut off. First of February, it was just kind of like, Whoa what happened and again we had a two to three week period of not a lot of of storms now we're going back into another 10 to 14 day cycle of stormy patterns where we're going to get more storms over and over and i think that's going to hold into the spring and it's so what we need i mean it's it's awesome if we stay on this track i mean alta could end up with a uh, almost a 700 inch season wow uh, which is just phenomenal so yeah that uh, we need it so we hope it hope it sticks around
3: all right, and uh, and as long as uh, we get those uh, reservoirs filled up a little bit, I know obviously it's not one winter, but uh, this certainly puts us on a good path to at least being able to have some uh, some irrigation water for those uh, lawns, right? Because that's all no, I'm yeah. really concerned Th- about.
7: Well, not that's kidding. that's the issue. I know that's what you care about. That's the issue. Is we this year is going to be a normal to above normal year? It's awesome to start the recovery. If we could do this four or five more you know winters long, we'd be in a lot of uh, a much better place, but. We'll take it one season at a time, be happy for what we got, and, and
1: uh, yeah, just, in, just enjoy what we have. Hey, Kevin, you guys have some extended coverage going on at KSL TV, too, don't you?
7: Lots going on. Again, we're going to be on air. We've been online all day. We've done radio interviews with uh, Dave and Dujan, or Dave and Dugent this morning. We've been on with Maria Shaleos, Chale- on with you, Jeff Kaplan on the radio side this afternoon. Coverage starts at 5 o'clock. We'll be with it all night long. Get the KSL Weather app. It's super cool. You can actually pick Laramie as your home location, and then that'll give you everything going on right there. But you can actually just track exactly where the rain is, where the snow is, get the hourly forecast, get snow totals right there on the app. It's a a really cool tool to help you get get through the evening.
3: Come on, you got to admit, you do a lot of interviews. You don't have as much fun as you do with us. Come
7: no, on. I like your interviews. I try to get away from the other interviews, but with you guys, I'm like all in. When Lloyd says, hey, are you coming on? It's like, oh my gosh, can I come on 10 minutes early? In fact, I might just call in just to sit and listen till it's time for my interview. That's how much I like <laughs> it's, coming on your show.
1: It's my favorite when Scott is the target and, and I'm not. It's, this is the way I like it.
7: It ebbs and flows, but surely when any of you go to Laramie, you are the target. You're the target.
3: There you go. That's fair. That's fair. I'll I'll, I'll take that one. K-Bank, you're the best, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. Travel safe. Good luck to the Aggies tonight. See you. You got it. And remember, all-day coverage coming up at uh, KSL TV. They're not messing around. When the big storms hit, they're on it. Uh, Kevin Eubank. And we joke around, but that dude is a true pro when it comes to this stuff. And nobody's going to uh, give you better info than our guy.
1: Yeah, he's the best, the best. It sounds to me like you better get that double that that double wide on some wheels and get moving back to Salt Lake City pretty quick. <laughs> get here, get off those
3: center blocks and get some work done <laughs> yeah. here.
1: Man, Kevin is a very respectable individual. Don't drag him into your city and state trash talk. He doesn't want to bump into somebody later down the line that's like. Hey, you were trash-talking me, weren't you? Hey, man. (laughs) No, don't, don't. Nope. Nope. That's not getting us anywhere, Scotty. Sorry. That country bumpkin talk's not getting us anywhere. You,
7: you know, we last time we got a bunch of emails about this. You know that, right? Oh,
3: I forgot yes. that guy. Yeah, that one like, guy.
7: There's going to be an email coming any minute. W- w-
3: yeah, he wanted us to come up to his place in uh, Star Valley and, and like stay a weekend at his place. Well, I it, about it. Remember it, that Hanson? Yeah, and
1: he wanted us to do community service. It, 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 well, like part of the chamber commerce of Laramie to try to spread the message of joy and good tides. I can't remember. He was on the attack, though
3: yeah and i love star valley like there's a lot of really great places in wyoming i'm not hating on wyoming as a whole just it's kind of
1: laramie yeah laramie's rough it's it, it is it's tough we we all feel the same but but we still love wyoming so if you're out yeah, there and yeah, upset no, about the it we... the
3: state's great the city uh, not so much it's funny because i looked up in fact i'll text you guys a picture because. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I sent out a, a picture of my hotel room uh, with the earbuds that they give you because it could get so, um, you know, loud at night. And then I looked up, and uh, the uh, fire alarm is uh, somebody ripped out the batteries, and it's just, open the <laughs> battery's ripped out. In your hotel room? My hotel room, yeah. yeah I just I saw I just the sank. picture. <laughs>
1: It's going to be better that you drive <laughs> an RV dump. from here on out. That you actually take an RV when you go. <laughs> All right. And Scotty,
3: we'll kick off your two o'clock hour next. Here's the thing you need to better your home. You need to make sure that uh, you're keeping that winter weather out of your house. And for those of you out there that have had windows that have, haven't been replaced in a while, now's the time to get it done because not only are you going to save a ton of money, hands on your heating and cooling bill. You're also going to, as you mentioned, it's investment in your home, and you're going to save a ton of money with Advanced Windows because nobody does it better than those
1: guys. And you're going to stay local. That's a big thing for me. And I know it's a big thing for Nate and Jake, staying local, where this is a manufactured product right here in the state of Utah, using great employees, that people that live here in this community that really do need this work. This is Mm -hmm. really providing a great service for our community, too.
4: Exactly, yeah, from our installers to the, the ladies we have in the, in the uh in the office, I mean, we've had people with us for eighteen years, one lady twenty five years um it's just really all about
5: community the, and family yeah the the funny shape guy has been with us for over thirty <laughs> years um, but yeah that's uh, like you said though it is uh, it is a local business. everything that we do is done here locally, and it's it, we're we're not outsourcing. We're selling a window and then bringing it in from the Midwest or anywhere back east. Like it's all done here, where you can walk in and you can meet our team and meet the people who are making your window. Uh, we're, We're all here. We live here locally.
1: Let's get to the nitty gritty of this. You guys have brought in a special discount for our listeners today only. You've got to get on the schedule. If you get on the schedule today. They're going to take what's typically $2,000 off, extend it to $3,000 off. You just right. have to get on the schedule. That doesn't mean that you've got to buy today. That just means that the option's there. So call, and you oh. can have somebody come out, take a look at your windows. If you've got any concerns about the aesthetics of it or the functioning of it, that the safety of it, do they have good locks? Yeah. You know, are, are you able to keep the bad people out? Do you have windows that keep the the heat and the and the, the cool air out or in? These are the things you gotta ask yourself. And you got three thousand dollars out there in savings for ten plus windows.
5: You call right now, we'll get you that three thousand dollars off. Darren is waiting. You're gonna answer. You'll be able to hear one of our local employees. He'll sit down, he'll get you on the phone, he'll come out to your house in the next day or two, and we'll be able to get you set up with everything that you need. He will help you design Figure out the best window for your home, and everything will be custom made at a higher quality, lower price. And uh, we have financing available, whatever you need for your budget. And uh, we have high performance windows where you're able to pay a little bit higher price to get a higher quality window. But then we have rebates up to five dollars and fifty cents off these rebates with Rocky Mountain Power and with uh, Questar Gas. And so Call it's uh, right it's now; it's the time.
3: It is the time. And that financing options, there's there's so many great options. It's going to save you a ton of money. Advancewindows.com. Go to Advancewindows.com or call 801-850-9100. Nate and Jake, kind enough to knock off $3,000 when you get 10 windows or more replaced. But you have to call in today. 801-850-9100 right here on 97.5, the KSL Zone.